Hello fun people, I'm Isaac Carlson, and today we're going to be discussing the full story of Simba's great-grandfather, King Mohatu. Who was he? What did he have to do to earn his place in the night sky? Why did Mufasa claim he was the nicest and most loving ruler to have ever lived? And today's sponsor, Disney Collect, is here to help celebrate those great kings of the past like Mahatu. You see, the Disney Collect app allows you to get virtual cards of all of your favorite characters, including super fun depictions from many Disney films like The Lion King. With the cards you open from packs, missions, and their arcade, you can work to complete sets, craft them into rare cards, and even trade them with friends you have connected with in the app or other fans from around the world. You can begin collecting your own sets of Disney digital cards today by downloading the app through my link below. And once you're all set up, you can follow me just like all of my social accounts by searching Isaac Carlson. Now, The Legend of Mohatu comes from a 1994 storybook called The Brightest Star that at the time of its release featured an audio version that included a narration by Mufasa himself, James Earl Jones. As the firstborn child of the king and queen of the Pride Lands, Mohatu was destined to be king himself. For as long as their family had been in that savanna, they had watched over those lands and the animals that lived on them to preserve the circle of life. When his parents' time came to an end, he rose to be the reigning monarch, and early into that role, he faced a terrible drought that threatened his kingdom. An unfortunate fate that many of his descendants would have to face as well, but I'll talk more about that later. You see, during Mohatu's time, the watering hole was reduced to a puddle. There was little grass remaining, and part of that was due to living in a savanna. That environment is defined by vast hot plains with only one or two short rainy seasons every year. It's mostly a dry and dusty place, but clearly the year of Mahatu's drought was far worse than the Pride Lands were used to, as he was prepared to take drastic actions to save his home. His first decision in response to the drought was to create a law that would restrict how much water each animal could drink, and that even included the lions, as they could go days without water. But a selfish, lazy lion broke the law by drinking far more than he was allotted and intimidating the other animals to stay out of his way. Now, during the events of the Lion King, we saw that the only other adult male lion who remained in the Pride Lands other than the king was the king's brother. And since the selfish, lazy lion has an extremely similar appearance to Scar, with his lean frame, tufts of hair on his elbows, and a deep rage within him, it's possible that the selfish lion was Mahatu's younger brother. Even though Mahatu had a gentle nature to him, it seems his family had a darkness within them that would eventually culminate in his youngest grandson, Scar, murdering his oldest grandson, Mufasa. Learning of the selfish lion's disobedience, Mahatu was outraged. How can we all survive this drought if even my own kind won't cooperate? Believing he needed to find a new water source for the animals of the Pride Lands, Mahatu determined that he alone would go on the long journey to find the answer to their problem. He promised that he would only return with a solution and future leaders would follow that guidance. The next queen of the Pride Lands, Uru, who was possibly Mahatu's daughter, dared to leave the Pride Lands during a similar drought according to the story A Tale of Two Brothers. And when Scar acted against the best interests of the Pride Lands while he was king, the future queen, Nala, went in search of a solution herself. Mahatu showed that the best leaders are not afraid to serve their people. The king left the Pride Lands, traveling for miles across plains and mountains until he came across a faraway jungle, which appears to be the same oasis Simba would one day grow up in with Timon and Pumbaa. And of course, in that jungle, there existed a plentiful water source, a great river. There, Mahatu befriended a massive, frightening, and magnificent crocodile. Others may have turned their backs on him, but as a fearless leader, Mahatu felt compelled to help the creature. And after hearing how he was lonely, Mahatu promised he could help him earn back the trust of the animals he had threatened in the past. And through conversations with the animals 
the jungle, Mahatu discovered that their lack of faith in one another was identical to the mistrust that existed within the Pride Lands. They all need to trust one another so that they can use the Great River. After returning home, Mahatu explained that to make it through the perilous journey to the Great River, he would need everyone to cooperate, so he declared a new law that stated, no one may harm one another. But that decree didn't land well with everyone, and an uproar began. Some questioned how this law could be enforced. They did not have faith in their fellow animals, and they just did not believe in Mahatu. While the king tried to rein them in, a stampede erupted towards the Great River. The citizens of the Pride Lands were in a chaotic state as they attempted to beat the other animals to the water, which almost ended one of their lives. A zebra kicked a cheetah so hard that they were trampled by the rest of the Pride Landers, forcing Mahatu to carry that cheetah the rest of the way on his back. The zebra did make it to the river first, but without Mahatu's guidance, they accidentally became trapped in quicksand. It was only through Mahatu's alliance with the formidable crocodile that the zebra was able to be freed, and by witnessing that experience, the animals of the Pride Lands were truly humbled. Not only had the zebra been saved by someone that they had believed to be their enemy, but they were also brought to apologize to the cheetah they kicked, who they had once believed was less deserving of water and life. Mahatu revealed that peace and unity was the best way to protect them all, and he showed that forgiveness was the way forward. He also instructed the zebra to carry the cheetah back to the Pride Lands after their visit to the Great River was over, showing that his commands were just, and that being a part of his kingdom meant everyone had a responsibility to take action to be one family. After that first journey to the Great River, the animals remained peaceful with one another, and even after water returned to the Pride Lands, Mahatu continued to return to the jungle to visit his friend the crocodile. Eventually, Mahatu would take a mate and would have at least one child. Either he had a son named Dahadi or a daughter named Uru, since they were said to be the next rulers of the Pride Lands. Under Mahatu's rule, the kingdom had endured a massive hardship together, which unified them throughout the rest of Mahatu's life until he died one cold winter evening. All of the animals near and far wept for days for the loss of their king, even though his child was rising to the new position. They just felt lost, and some even began to fight amongst themselves again. But one evening, a star that was brighter and bigger than all of the rest suddenly appeared for the first time in the sky, and they knew it was their king. They felt filled with love and harmony again. They were reminded of the need to respect one another as their king had, and they came to see that Mahatu would always be with them. Fun people, let me know down in the comments what Lion King videos you'd like to see next, and a special thank you goes out to all of the producers of the channel who support me over on Patreon. If you like exclusive behind the scenes videos and live streams, definitely go check out the Patreon page through the link below, and have a magical day.